All right, we are live. Welcome back to Subject to Change, everyone. I'm Xander. I know you might forget me because it's been maybe two months since I put out the last episode. And I know I said I was going to post regularly or at least semi-regularly during this quarantine, but I lied. Um, school took up a lot of time. I'm now doing my internship remotely. My family temporarily moved from New York City to upstate. Um, just a lot of things have happened, but I guess above all, I've just been lazy. So I haven't gotten to making another episode, but since this radio show was really probably the best decision I've made in college, I figured it deserves a proper finale. So that's exactly what today is going to be. I compiled this playlist probably two months ago when um, I was under the impression that I was going to be doing the show fairly regularly, but it's just been sitting in my Spotify library begging me to get broadcast. So that's exactly what we're going to do today. Um, yeah, there's no specific theme really i mean i compiled the all the rap songs at least were based on the production of the song rather than the rapping itself and what i find is that while the rapping is really like the meat of the song and the substance the beat is what ends up drawing me in so it's kind of this platform uh for all these really talented artists to uh deliver their message on um but it, initially, it's the beat that really grabs my attention. And then I intersperse some rock songs as well that obviously beat isn't necessarily a word used in rock, but still the production is something I find really appealing and just overall makes this playlist really enjoyable and listenable to me personally. And I hope you guys feel the same way. So without further ado, let's just jump in. First up, we have World Domination by Joey Badass. Now, Joey Badass is a Brooklyn rapper, actually went to Murrow High School, which I know a few people at. Actually, some Clark kids went to Murrow. Um, I'm not super familiar with his catalog, but the album that this song is off of, 1999, is fantastic. And many people consider it to be one of the seminal modern jazz rap albums. Um, and I couldn't agree more. It just has really interesting production, and this song in particular has this really nice piano sample that I find really infectious. So, yeah, here's World Domination by Joey Badass. James, buddy, what do you want to do tonight? The same thing we do every night, Pinky. Try to take over the world. <laughs> Puffin' on stramonium, underground like potholes below When fly sold these bars like art in the Smithsonian These floaters for custodians, homeless men, horny overgen dudes Rise at my laptop looking at Red Fallopian too They like your Joey, you rule, I'm like if only you knew I'm only in school for cosmology, that's why I act as lonely as you You see, I'm wise behind my ears and my peers So my voice over the snares is the only way they hear what I got behind my membrane But I've been smoking chem strains So lately I've been having hard times with remembering But be patient My studies prove Egyptians ain't shit Cause I believe that we could be like Neo in the Matrix But fuck it, I'm erratic Mama like me in the attic please. Till I draw on the static and my somatic anatomy And come out imputed with fugitives of blueprints and illmatics I've been going raw, this is how I feel rapping We get y'all certain tactics So y'all can't even gas us We taught you how to be prepared But still attacking the masses Y'all better Get your gases, cause we bout to annihilate My empire gates in the empire state I'm on the higher platform Look at the way they clap for Never fuck with phony men, cause I don't like my back tall Nigga, ask Quan, this that top rhyme you ain't used to Keep it neutral to school and tell them no beef like noodles Keep it neutral, just so you can scoop I tell them no beef like noodles World domination, nation. You tuned into my station. Always got the doobie in the motherfucking nation. Always.
always got the trees. So what the fuck you mean? I ain't about to rise to the top with my fucking team. World domination, nation. You tuned into my station. Always got the newbie in the motherfucking nation. Always got the trees. So what the fuck you mean? I ain't about to rise to the top with my fucking team. Yo, who the fuck passed you the mic? You said that you could flow. Once again, that was World Domination by Joey Badass. And I really enjoy piano samples in rap. That goes for all live instrumentation or live samples. But especially piano, I find it really easy to loop. And it just sounds really good when you put a drum beat over top of it. Um, And Joey has this really sort of interesting kind of cyclical flow that he just gets lost in. There's like this tiny refrain, but it's pretty much just him spitting for, I don't know, three minutes straight. Um, And he does that across the whole project. And 1999, if you haven't listened to it, is a really fantastic album and testament to what he's able to do as an artist. I'm not as fond of his more commercial stuff, like All American Badass, even though I know it's far more popular. But his older stuff, I believe this released in 2002. 12 um i still think is really fantastic so definitely give this a listen all right next up we have thuggin by freddie gibbs and madlib now i don't know what can be said about this song that other people haven't said already this is probably freddie's best song ever i mean maybe you can i'm sure people would argue that but to me at least I think this is just the height of his flow, his lyricism, and most of all, Madlib production. Like, I haven't heard a Madlib beat this good since probably all caps on Mad Villainy, Um, which, for those who don't know, was the MF Doom collaboration, legendary MF Doom collaboration he did in, I believe, 2004. So it's been quite some time, but this album, Pinata, which released in 2014, so a full decade after, is fantastic and i actually got into freddie gibbs based on their newest release that released last year uh, bandana which was also fantastic and while i think that was a more cohesive well put together album i think that pinata and thugging in particular were higher high points than bandana ever reached so let's just jump into it yeah thugging by freddie gibbs and madlib Somebody warned the West. Nigga ain't running. Somebody. Nigga ain't running no more. The legend of nigga in color. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Uh. Yeah. For sure. Nigga, I'm gonna be right. Yo, yo. A friend, man. Uh. You a real nigga. Yes, yeah, baby. Real nigga. You like shit. Front to the back. Respect, man. Uh. Respect. Niggas be like Fred, you ain't never lied. Fuck the rap shit, my gangster been solidified. Still do my business on the side. Bitch, if you police, then pay me, no, never mind. I was thug. Black and red laces in my number threes. Take a pull up off the wood and let that motherfucker breathe. Sit outside of bust the crib and let that motherfucker leave. Walk his ass back in and put him on his motherfucking knees. Thug. Never taking no for an answer. Might just take a loss, but bitch, I'd rather take my chances. This liquor got me lurking when you live at in the nighttime. 5950 to the left, but I'm in my right mind. Thug. Pants gonna be sagging till I'm 40. Still lyrically sharper than these show but show these phonies ain't gon' throw me in this menstrual show these labels see how far up in their mouth my dick could go so go and choke on this meat throw my song on repeat might move away one day but i'm always gonna belong to the streets so straight thug uh, and it feels so good uh, and it feels so right uh, yeah and it feels so good uh, and it feels so right cause motherfucker i'm thug selling you the signs of the street rap every motherfucking show i do is off the meat rap i done been in jail and did my best not to repeat Trying to feed my family, give a fuck about your feedback Critically acclaimed, but that shit don't mean a thing When you rockin' mics and stealin' microwaves Cookin' cane, never trickin' on the dame I'm too cold for you broke hoes Don't let the knob pitch your booty when the door close, bitch She let me hit it cause I'm thug Squares need not apply, I'm so fly, I might fuck a cuz 
about to stick a sweet dick in your sweetheart. Then get some groceries off my Giga EBT card. Why the feds worry about me clocking on this corner when there's politicians out here getting popped in Arizona? Bitch, I'm thug, bitch. And it feels so good. Uh, and it feels so right. Yeah, yeah, baby. And it feels so good. Yeah. Once again, that was Thuggin' by Freddie Gibbs and Madlib. And it's interesting because probably three years ago, that song would have held no interest to me. But now, I wouldn't be surprised if at the end of the year in December, when Spotify does its 2020 Spotify wrapped, that that's my most listened to song. Um, and actually, I'll refer back to this episode in December and see if I was right. But I would be shocked if it wasn't in the top five. Um, just everything about it is so, so hard. Like, Freddie's rapping, he literally just doesn't stop. And I've said it before on the show, but he just matches whatever Madlib throws at him beat-wise so perfectly. And this might even be the best example of Madlib having this really sort of delicate string sample. And then Freddie's deep voice kind of acting as the bass throughout the song. So they just complement each other so well. And while a lot of people consider this to be their best song, I think that's for good reason. And yeah, this whole project's fantastic, and I really just can't wait to see what this collaboration does next, because as far as I'm concerned, they can really do no wrong at this point with two fantastic albums back-to-back -back now. All right, next up we have... Sunday Rain by the Foo Fighters. So, like I said, there's a, a few rock songs interspersed throughout the majority of the rap playlist. But Foo Fighters, we did a dedicated episode with them with Rory, which was fantastic. And, um, yeah, they're my favorite band ever and probably will be forever. <laughs> um, this is off their most recent album, which I actually think was their worst album, Concrete and Gold. Definitely their most pop-sounding, their most produced, and kind of just the least... The album with the least direction, I felt at least, of any of their entire catalog. But with that said, there's still definitely songs that I like and I appreciate. And this song, Sunday Rain, is interesting because, as far as I know, Dave Grohl isn't even on this song at all. So the singer is... Taylor Hawkins, who is usually their drummer, and instead drumming is Paul McCartney, which is super interesting and kind of confusing because I didn't even know he drummed before hearing the song and seeing the credits, but apparently he's just so musically talented and gifted that he can really play whatever he wants. Um, so Foo Fighters reached out to him, or I guess Dave Grohl reached out to him directly, and they said, do you want a drum? And he said, sure. So this is kind of a weird song for Foo Fighters, at least, in that there's no Dave Grohl. 
their usual drummers singing, and they also have Paul McCartney, of all people, on drums. But I really enjoy it, and I hope you do too. So yeah, here's Sunday Rain by the Foo Fighters.
Alright, that was Sunday Rain by the Foo Fighters. And yeah, just a fun song. I think a really well-written song, actually. And I just think it's super cool that they got Paul McCartney to play drums on their track. Um, it's definitely distinctly different than what Taylor Hawkins would drum or Dave Grohl would drum. But I think it still fits really well on for what that song was, especially. And uh, I actually really enjoy Taylor Hawkins' voice. For those who don't know, he has his own side band of sorts called Taylor Hawkins and the Coattail Riders, which I don't love necessarily, but his vocals are actually, I think, pretty underrated. And outside of this and maybe one other song, he really only sings backup vocals on, I don't know, a handful of Foo Fighters tracks. But I'd definitely be open to seeing stuff in the future where maybe Dave and Taylor switched roles and Dave got to drum and Taylor was able to sing. So, I don't know, just a thought. But yeah, I really, really enjoy this song. And even though I wasn't that fond of this album as a whole, I still think that stands alone as a pretty good track. Okay, next up, so jumping back to rap here, we have Streets by Black Thought. So Black Thought, for those who don't know, I think I featured him once on the channel before, but he is, his real name is Tariq Trotter, and he is the frontman of the legendary Roots crew, who you probably know best as the in-house band for Jimmy Fallon's The Tonight Show. And outside of that, though, the Roots are this legendary, like, Grammy Award-winning, really sort of influential jazz rap group. And he, on his own, hadn't released pretty much anything until 2018. But everyone was, think like, thinking to themselves, why not? Like, he is so technically proficient when he's within the Roots. Like, he needs to do something solo. And then finally, after, I think, 30 years... He released something solo and in the forms of this two-part album called Streams of Thought. And this is off Streams of Thought Volume 2, so the second uh, half of the album. And it's fantastic. I mean, this is probably the most aggressive rapping and beat, for that matter, that we'll play today. But his wordplay, his lyricism is really bar none. And actually, in fact, I just read this article doing research for this episode that Freddie Gibbs actually considers Black Thought one of his idols. So I think that's cool to have two people I feature in the playlist um, and one of them looks up to the other. So you'll see why right now. Here's Streets by Black Thought. Yeah. That's your heart. That's it. My cranium is vibranium. My brain is um uranium and titanium. 45s who aiming them, organize the stadium. Tell them, take cover. I warned you not to play with them. Them borderline war crimes, you got away with them. Who came to save the day and brought the K with them? To read the people's chant from the equal team, trying to keep it clean. Long as all my people solid, Dean. I've been in the music scene. Long as Alan Leeds making salaries, still accumulating calories, demonstrating how to breathe. Senegalese, Genovese, I've been a reason to freeze. Read G's in the league on my own, getting cheese. I will hurt Hercules. I will murk most and seize. I'm the last one to show up, the first one to leave the crime scene, the obscene, salon theme, the ridiculous rhyme scheme, the stick to the grind gene, the hell with the hygiene, it's a dirty bomb, word is 730 time, disaster level 911 meets 11-9, catastrophe beyond incredible, I redefine the seventh sign, fast hysteria, mass hysteria from Damascus, Syria to middle America school, cafeterias and cul-de-sacs, I told you that, the boss is back, you know what I'm saying? Omerta 
code meets the Hippocratic oath. Observing this whole circus from a diplomatic post. My word and this whole purpose, a cinematic scope. The earth and this whole surface, I consider that as toast. Savers, Sammy Davis, Belafonte, Quincy Jones, Mahatma Gandhi, James Ball with Jesse Owens. Running from a cop car, me and Akbar. I changed from a rock boy to a rock star. Hijacked the elevator to the top floor. I'm taking everything that's left like a southpaw. Crash and burn to learn through osmosis. And watch the word spread like tuberculosis. I took a snapshot, but it hurt the post-it. I had a black thought, and they called it wokeness. Overdoses, water bugs and roaches. 40 cows and holsters all allowed and kosher. 20,000 jokers. One ain't playing. I'm Paul Brown. Man, child in the promised land. Streets by Black Thought. Yeah, just super impressive, intense sort of song. And I forgot to mention, but this song is produced by a producer named Salam Remy, who is super talented. I can't remember who else he's collaborated with, but he's a fairly well-known producer within the industry. Um, and I saw this interview. They did this really cool uh, interview with them, too, on NPR, I believe it was. But... Black Thought was explaining how like Salam Remy is so musically talented aside from his producing abilities that if they need a sample of something, he can literally just go into the studio and pick up an instrument and play it. So he doesn't have to go find a sample. He can literally just produce them himself. So I don't know if that was the case with the horn sample in this beat, but definitely on tracks throughout the album, the instrumental loop that you hear was actually played by the producer. So I think that's really interesting really unique i've never really heard of anyone else doing something like that but um yeah just shout out to them too black thought for those who don't know has probably the best freestyle of all time on hot 97 i think two years ago now he did it but it's honestly one of the most mind-boggling things you'll ever see in your life so if you have 10 minutes and are interested i definitely go on youtube and check that out All right, next up we have Potholders featuring Count Bastie by MF Doom. Now, MF Doom, one of my favorite rappers ever. I think in the last episode I said he was in my top three, and I still stand by that. Um, actually, probably most well-known for his collaboration with Madlib, as I said, with Mad Villain in 2004. But his solo stuff is really fantastic as well. Um, and this comes off his album Mm Food, which actually released the same year as uh, Mad Villain. So he was super busy that year, or Mad Villainy rather. Um, but throughout that album, he has all these really interesting tracks, as the title would suggest, with food. And obviously there's a deeper meaning to everything, um, but he has songs like one beer or in this case pot holders so everything ties back to this food theme which i think is really interesting and really unique and um genius is really helpful i'm sure all of you already use genius when you try to figure out lyrics to these songs but genius is really helpful for trying to decipher the meanings of these songs so this one's no different it's called pot holders featuring count base d who I'm not actually familiar with, but he has a couple fire verses on this too. And him and MF Doom kind of just play off each other and riff. So yeah, really cool instrumental as well, but it's mostly their rapping that draws me in. All right, let's get it. Potholders, MF Doom. Hot shit. Hot shit. 
to be humble, lest I stumble. Never sold a jumbo or cop chicken wings with mumbo sauce. Tyson is a foul holocaust. Hitler gash your whole head up with poetry. I'm fed up. Ignore court on bleh. Stand up, get up, lunge for your knife. Don't forget your pot holders. Pot shit. What? These old things? I'm about to throw them away. With the gold rings that make them don't fit like OJ. Usually I take them off with oil or Olay. MCs is crabs in the barrel past the old bay. Hot as hell and it's a cold day in it. Working on a way that we can roll away tinted. Some say the price of holding heat is often too high. You either be in a coffin or you be the new guy. The one that's too fly to eat shoe pie. Never too busy when it comes down to you and I. A lot of niggas wish to die. They need to hold their horses. It's bigger fish to fry. You're on the list. If not, pick a number spot. Ten and a half Tims is made to kick your bumper clock. Could have had a V8, F-150 car cab, but I'll be straight. Money comes and goes like that two-bit hussy that night to try to rush me. Dwight past the duchy, so I could calm down so they don't get it twisted. Take it from the fireside and won't get blistered. Got it. What happened? Oh, it's not lit. These metal fingers be holding. Hot shit. When I was four, I penned God was born in New York. Back in 77, still got Nan in the crescent. The effervescence of God's presence is thick. Unlike vapor, Esther roll, extra roll, word to the baker. Peace to the hard-working gingerbread makers. Looked up and down, said, hmm, too much makeup. Poor music taste, 10 years from being grown up. Rappers don't blow up, heads do. My name is Dwight Spitz, I'm a sonic addict. I used to think it was merely a nagging habit. Born under a bad sign, I'm serious about this curse of mine. I strive to flip it into fine wine. Barely born a virgin is what the stars said. Black, not white, red all over though like Elmo. 28 years have passed, I feel I'm peaking. I make music every weekend. It's a chore, a fact of life, a labor of love. I get mad love, but I detest the labor and its wages. You know, death. I'm serving life from this gift of God. Don't forget your pot holders, my niggas. Potholders featuring Count Base D by MF Doom. And I think I might have lied to you guys. I think that production is actually amazing. Um, the rapping's great too, but the production in the end is just so well done. And that's actually produced by Count Base D, so he both produced and rapped on it, which credit to him, not a lot of artists do that nowadays. Um, and yeah, MF Doom's just so endlessly talented like he can really rap about anything he wants and on genius if you can take their word for it the pot holders that he's referencing are supposed to be about how old rappers currently need pot holders to hold the rap game and that the rap game's too volatile and too hot for them so they need to let they need to move aside for artists like mf doom who have more talent and who are more in their prime for this sort of this sort of era so I don't know take it for what you will you might have a different interpretation of the song but nonetheless it's really incredible and this whole album is actually fantastic I think after after Mad Villainy this might be my favorite MF Doom project um, The Mask and the Mouse is also pretty pretty fire too but I don't know he has so many good albums and so many different like alter egos and different aliases that he writes under actually this is for spotify you need to find a way to compile all of his stuff under one name because right now he has albums under victor vaughn he has albums under king Ghidorah, he has albums under mf doom he has albums under mad villain like it's just so complicated so find a way to compile all this stuff we all know it's mf doom but the different aliases all for some reason have their own artist tag and it makes it really really confusing to find so 
Spotify if you're listening, which I know you're not, but fix that. Okay, next up, second rock song of the day, we have Little Black Submarines by the Black Keys. So middle school Xander's really excited about this right now because El Camino, which is the album that this is off of, released in 2011, so sixth grade, I believe. Uh, and it's really fantastic. It's honestly probably one of the best rock albums of the last decade. I think you could argue that, no problem. Um, and yeah, Black Keys, really talented duo from in the Midwest somewhere. I want to say Ohio, but I don't know if that's completely true. But anyway, super talented. This is by far my favorite album by them. I know a lot of people like Brothers. Um, I wasn't as fond of their release after this, Weight of Love, I believe it was called. But either way, this album stands alone as my favorite. And this song has probably one of the most interesting and kind of jarring complete switches I'd ever heard at the time and still now it's kind of kind of surprising the direction they go with the song because it starts really slow and then completely explodes so it follows the same sort of formula that a lot of uh, 90s rock did like Nirvana had a similar formula but this song's still really good, and I think it's sung and played really well. So here's Little Black Submarines by The Black Keys. Little black submarines operate up these, putting me back on the line. Told my girl I'd be back.
was Little Black Submarines by the Black Keys. And they kind of perfected like pop rock. I mean, that song's not particularly poppy, but definitely the production that they've used in later projects, and even on songs on the same album, have that sort of commercial appeal. And like I said, that transition still to this day gets me excited. Um, I remember the first time I heard it, it was so unexpected. And 11-year-old Xander was not very fond of slow, melodic tracks, so I'm sure I was ready to to skip it. But then when it came on, it was like, oh my god, what did I just find? So still really enjoy that song. And yeah, they're both super talented musicians. I think they did just release a new album that I haven't listened to it in full. I didn't particularly like either of the two singles they put out, but still, this album I can still go back to from time to time and really appreciate. And I realize I hadn't featured any of their work on the show before, so here they are. All right, next up we have Division by J.I.D. and Earth Gang. Now, J.I.D., I don't know the last time I featured J.I.D. on the channel, but he's been featured plenty this season, for sure. Um, just so interesting. Definitely MF Doom influenced, I think. Uh, not necessarily in the tone of his voice. It's actually a very different tone, but just the rhyme schemes and the weird flows and just the way he puts together an interesting track. And then Earth Gang, I think I have actually featured once, maybe before. Um, I think the story goes that they were either friends from Atlanta or friends from college. I don't know how they met, but they're actually good friends and they've collaborated quite a bit. Um, and their collaboration Meditate is actually really fire and definitely more well-known than this one. But I figured I'd feature Division. It was off GAD's first album, The Never Story. Um, which I still think is very underrated for anyone who hasn't listened to it. But yeah, they just have, there's no chorus. It's just three verses in a row. Earth Gang's a duo, for those who don't know. Um, but yeah, they all do their thing. And I think just one verse into the next, it flows really well. And so over the sort of minimal kind of eerie beat that Jid is known for at this point. So here is Division by J.A.D. Featuring Earth Gang. Y'all, I'm in Atlanta, bro. Hit me back, little nigga. Now elevate my stances, do Gucci bangers. Look to my apparatus, Gucci harasses. Me and Siri moving spirit so that it don't matter. And get them fans on flash if you want to act up. Let them from every side of the spectrum. Hannibal Lecter, lecture, body part bone collector, nosy ass hoes get punched in the septum, that's part of the woes for throwing soft like Epson, part of my bros kinda off the rocker and steps, don't step stupid or you get slept stupid, east side of the roof, zone 6 vet, showing respect a nigga forever in debt, but don't forget it, anybody wanna see him, I can make him a believer at your neck like Gillette, get you and that nigga next to ya, and present time they saying that I'm the next nigga, whoa whoa, that kinda sound Sounds like a death trap. Can't see the flow. I'm elevated where the steps at. James Bond on. James Harden with the step back. No D. Niggas playing foul with the text at. That's cool. Where the 30 round with the text at. Better get back. Better get you a jetpack. Ain't shoot with a ref at. Ain't shoot at your head fake. Ain't leaving them stank like Pepe Le Pew. They just put a hole in his pepe. I go with the check at. Majilla Gorilla. They kill a nigga for a filler. They feeling now. Cool. Keep moving. I want me a nigga. They taking out. Breaking down. Face down. As far as these rappers, man, these words couldn't hurt a nigga for all these rappers, I can count on the Ninja Turtle finger who released fucking with the kid that is it. I am loud that is mid. I'm a pound that's a smidge. I'm a stout and stout, strong, war ready, resilient. Guess the Lord put me in position just to kill niggas, a warrior. But words used is my spear, my sword, my fear, my Lord. My chance is void if I do it for myself and don't get back to the lawyer. Then. Unemployed, I'm my boys. Okay, let's really make some noise in here. I'm Under pressure, smoking pressure. Walking in no direction, chalk it up to the devil for fucking with my perspective. Too young to be a witness, but old enough for the lesson. Too young, got a trucker to fuck with the chief inspector. I bleed just like your favorites. I shit just like the angels. Oh shit, I feel a change in the shift. And niggas thinking like, look, I got the jug. I must say it's quite the finagle. Get rich and make some babies. Just with it and with Jaders. But lately I've been blocked up. Lately 
I've been struggling with ways to get my stock up. Me and Venus working on new videos to blockbusting, city shows and pop-ups. And really though, I feel as though it's no bitch I could not fuck. Niggas make art and act hard for no Oscar, boy, you just Leonardo. Born in the life you had to learn to be part of. Still no deal, still whipping the Mars up, but fuck. Niggas ain't seen you, Venus. Shit. And I ain't seen me. So many nights at the bottom, swore I was E.T. My mama beat me. My fucker degree. I chose both pills. My thoughts 3D. And often I probably come off so off the DB that a little nigga like me gotta keep at least two or three BPs in the blunt there off a GP as the rain pops off a Lee Street. And the pain pops me another one to the brain. I let the strain do what you can. I know it's hard out trying to reach me. I'm battling addiction. I'm peeping premonitions. I'm clutching on my last dollars. I'm stretching common sense. A pressure pointing people. So I question my existence. Be assessing my involvement. Second guessing my deliverance. Lord, to see me. You'll take the wheel. I'm flying in the young. Out of luck. Out of hope to fuck up. So, motherfucker, time limit. I'ma take what's mine, nigga. Ha. Now elevate my status. Two Gucci baggers. Glue to my apparatus. Pussy harassers, me and Siri moving Siri, so that shit don't matter. And yes, them things gon' flash if you want new actor. Now elevate my status, do Gucci baggers, glue to my apparatus. Pussy harassers, me and Siri moving Siri, so that shit don't matter. And yes, them things gon' flash if you want new actor. Once again, that was Division by J.I.D. and Earth Gang. And they're all so talented. Like, Earth Gang is comprised of Dr. Dot and Johnny Venus. And I think of the two, I probably prefer Johnny Venus just because of his, like, weird vocal inflections and higher-pitched sort of singing and rapping voice that he can pull off. But the two work really well together. And especially with J.I.D., I think the three would make a fantastic trio if they ever were to put out a compilation album with the two of them that would be really awesome um and yeah the beat super minimal kind of reminds me of jpeg mafia actually at the end with the sort of like cuckoo clock outro but still really cool song all three obviously all three have a lot to say um, definitely ties to their past in atlanta and street life and that sort of thing but as a whole i think it's a really interesting song and just really well wrapped a lot of bars no bullshit so that's that's my thing <laughs> all right next up we got two more songs in this finale so we're gonna finish strong so next up we have i by kendrick lamar and this is the single version i should say not the album version so this song was the first anyone heard of To Pimp a Butterfly. It was the first single released and it got very mixed reviews. Some people thought he was selling out. Some people thought like he was completely deviant because like coming off of Good Kid Mad City, this is like a super stark departure for for him. Um, but then at the same time, I believe it won Rap Song of the Year at the Grammys. Like it was a critical success um, or a mass, like a consumer success and commercial success. Um, but fans were still conflicted. But then once it, they saw that how it fit into the context of To Pimp a Butterfly as a concept album, it made perfect sense. Um, and while I actually prefer the sort of live instrumentation and more raw, gritty feel of the album version, it gets cut off midway by this like fake crowd fight that then Kendrick uh settles and goes into this long explanation of the roots of the n-word and it's actually really interesting but as a song on its own i actually think this has more radio friendly qualities and if you haven't heard the other album version i highly encourage that and if you haven't listened to to pimp a butterfly in general what are you doing like get on that now i know you're in quarantine you have time so make it happen but I think some people may not have heard this 
uh, single version because they just assume that it's the same song, same exact title, same everything. But it is in fact different, a little more polished, but still definitely the second verse that ends up getting cut off in the live album version um, is actually really fantastic. So yeah, here's I by Kendrick Lamar. This is a world This is a world premiere. This is a world premiere. I've been through a whole lot. Trial tribulation, but I know God. Satan wanna put me in a bow tie. Pray that the holy water don't go dry, yeah, yeah. As I look around me, so many motherfuckers wanna tell me. But they don't be gonna never drown me. In front of a dirty double mirror, they found me. And I love myself. The world is a ghetto, big guns and dicky eyes. What you gonna what do? You gonna Lift up your head and keep moving. Or let the paranoia haunt you. Oh, Peace to fashion, police, I wear my heart. On my sleeve, let the runway start. You know the miserable, do love company. What do you want from me and my scars? Everybody lack confidence. Everybody lack confidence. How many times my potential was anonymous? How many times the city making me promises? So I promise this. I love myself. The world is a ghetto, big guns and dickies. I love myself. These days of frustration keep y'all on tuck and rotation. I duck these cold faces, post up e five four for faces. Dreams are reality's peace. Blow steam in the face of the beast. The sky can fall down, the wind can cry now. The strong in me, I still smile. I love myself. instrumental to his rapping to the message i mean the message is super interesting and integral to the album to pimp a butterfly i mean this song serves in stark contrast to the song you which is similarly stylized and just lowercase one letter um and yeah that song you is like probably the most intense depressing like heavy rap song maybe i've ever heard but I is kind of like this anthem of self-love and it's the culmination of all the journeys he's gone through throughout to, Timp to Pimp a Butterfly and this is when he becomes the butterfly, right? Um, so yeah, it's unfortunate that this song 
got more hate than it deserved because I really think on its own, even the single version, not even the album version, uh, is fantastic. And I think it has a lot of replay value. And especially at the end, it sounds, I don't think he's credited, but I'm almost positive Flying Lotus had to have some hand in the production of this song. Um, I know he worked on the album, and I think he's credited on other tracks, but that end section sounds exactly like something that you could find on Cosmogramma or something like that. So, yeah, he's a fantastic producer, and whoever was credited, I can't remember his name right now, but did a fantastic job. And actually, All of To Pimp a Butterfly is probably the most beautifully produced rap album I've ever heard. So, yeah, Kendrick Lamar, probably my favorite rapper he really he's the best what else can i say okay last up the finale of the finale is the final rock song we'll play today and it is explode and make up by sugar so i remember i must have been around 10 we had this like maroon toyota corolla and for some reason, we had the CD of this album, File Under Easy Listening, just sitting there in like the glove compartment. Um, and my dad knew this album, and that's the reason it was there, but I had never listened to it. And we put it on, and it was great. I mean, it's a fantastic album, but this is the very last song. So when we got to here, we already kind of familiarized ourselves with what the rest of the album was like, but this song is different <laughs> i mean i don't know exactly the context i'm assuming it's about a breakup that bob mold experienced um but this song's fantastic and it might be my favorite work of his regardless of who's do sugar whatever it may be um yeah this song's pretty amazing and for whatever reason the settings we had in that toyota corolla were just right that it just sounded fantastic and i've never been able to mimic it with any other car and definitely not on computer or headphone speakers or anything like that but this will have to do for now it still reminds me of car rides and stuff of my childhood with my parents so here it is explode and make up by sugar
That song just makes me so happy. <laughs> Once again, that was Explode and Makeup by Sugar. And yeah, Bob Mold's super underrated. I mean, I know people who know punk music or 80s and 90s rock credit him as being one of like the founders of that sort of sound. But I really don't think he's highly rated enough, um, especially as a guitar player. He's a fantastic guitar player. Um, and as you saw in that song, he just shreds. And I think his songwriting is also fantastic, just everything about it. So super happy that I was able to end on that. And I think Sugar, as a band, I think I actually might prefer Sugar to Husker Du, actually, now that I say that. So, yeah, that does it for us. Um, what a wild season. Um, before I end this, I just want to read off a few statistics that Spotify tracks just as a as a thank you to everyone who's been listening so this has been streamed 138 times which kind of blows my mind by 27 unique listeners and eight of you it doesn't tell me who have actually followed it so you get followed the channel on Spotify subject to change so you get notifications and whatever when I post so really appreciate all of you who have listened never thought I'd get this many streams or this much support for a channel that I really was just doing for fun. So thank you all for that. And thank you to everyone who's just listened, whether it be live when I do it at Clark at 9 p.m. on Tuesdays, or if it's these recorded versions, just big thank you to you guys. This has truly been one of my favorite parts of college and one of the best decisions I've made at Clark. So with that, I don't know what the future holds for Clark, whether we'll be online, whether we'll be home again, but regardless, I plan on continuing the show, doing season three, either from here at home or live from the Rock U studio at Clark. So either way, I will be back. I hope everyone stays safe. I hope everyone stays healthy, and I will catch you all soon. Take care, guys. Bye.